drop that knowledge on you. I could not make this show. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Bouse. And Hey, Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jesus. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A Dizzle. You can't make this up, podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. A Dizzle. Episode 360, 360 of these things. Wow. Wow, that's a lot of numbers on the board, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I think we're going into like year three of talking about doing a live podcast somewhere next <laughs> summer. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. I mean, the live podcast doesn't necessarily have to be in the summer, but, you know, that's when everybody outside having a good time. Right. So next summer, summer of 2024. We out here live doing a live show, man. Four hundred and something. We gonna we gonna be outside. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Y'all did a live one before I became a part of the crew. Am I right? I I, I thought I remembered seeing y'all somewhere we, on stage. We got, we got asked to do a at, at the bright side of events. Yeah. Center, we got asked to do like a workshop talk, but it wasn't like us broadcasting our pods. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, we out here. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days, we gonna get out there and do this show live on the road, man. We gonna do it for sure. Gonna invite everybody out, have a good time, man. But shoot, fellas, how was the week? Man, busy, busy. I had a real busy week uh, DJing. Um, Let's let's start off with uh, Wednesday. So (laughs) Wednesday, um, I had to work the concession stands for my child's band bill to work off some of that bill. So wife got a couple dates for us, and that was the first one. So we pull up. I get there at the time. They told me to be there. No one's there. I'm waiting around like, hmm, is this going to be an in and out? I ain't staying around. He (laughs) He shows up, starts setting up. First quarter starts. Next thing I know. Yes, yeah, two games tonight. Two games. It was seventh and eighth grade middle school football. The wife looked at me instantly and goes, I got class. So she oh. leaves at like seven. I'm there from four to ten after Ooh. working all day. I had to pick up children from school, get them home, use the bathroom, and then went to session stands from four to ten. Came home frustrated, tired. Yeah, it was it was some bullshit. So Dang. that was that was Thursday, and then turned around Thursday. I had a busy day at Edible. Had to drive, had to fix shit, had to manage the store. So it's just wait, been- wait. I got a question about the concession stands. Yeah, did you were you able to bum off some snacks? Like <laughs> brought some popcorn home, nachos, taco. So yeah. they they allow you to have a drink, have a have you know whatever you want. Um, pretty much one or once or twice. You can have a drink and then a hot dog, a drink and popcorn, but you can't just be throwing them down so um the wife gave me the inside scoop that i probably shouldn't have the walking taco because she was back there setting up the cheese and the cheese didn't look right to her so i'm like mm-hmm. nah, hot dogs and popcorn is it so dude's walking up to me like how that walking taco and i'm like 
<laughs> don't, don't do it, player. Don't do it. <laughs> but uh, they usually have a bunch of hot dogs and popcorn and stuff left over. But I think I took home a popcorn and maybe one hot dog. But my, my oldest was at practice, so she came over practice. She came right back over there trying to do the same. Like, where the free stuff? Just, have a pocket over. full of hot dogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. But then uh once I got to the weekend, man, I got to get up with uh state famous DJ OPZ. He he is in town. Um and uh my good brother Kev Nash. Uh they went and saw his godson and OP's good friend's uh son. And um I just tagged along to be the, the sixth wheel of the of the squad and just kind of wanted to see the young man play, get up with the fellas live instead of always on the phone or on zoom so had a great time we went to a taco spot yeah everyone on the screen except for dizzle and kev had drinks <laughs> um uh we had a great time and uh turned around and dj yesterday for a couple man this this party yesterday was live they had no alcohol they had uh she was filipino and he was black so the spread was top notch um dizzle's dad was in the building it was it was it was mad people partying they had a great time um and i was surprised how fun it was with no alcohol involved like these people danced all night they partied um just was turned all the way up if it had been alcohol there we would have still been going right now like it was that Damn. line so was my dad great- dancing i'm curious because i don't be seeing my dad outside like that <laughs> Yeah, he he. I did not see him get up. Um, when they started doing the line dances and stuff, they was going around trying to get people up, and he kind of laughed somebody off. I kind of watched that whole thing go yeah. down. He like he like da ha 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 like no, he wasn't 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 doing it. But uh, chopped it up with him, and uh, he was just out. I guess seeing some friends, and I, I was like, that's Dizzle's pops. I was like, let me go holler at Dizzle's pops. I was certain that that was a lookalike. You know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of light light skin bald. You know what I'm saying? Right. Beard. <laughs> He got the standard light skin. <laughs> be, Barry, be, basketball yeah. player from <laughs> Michael Wilbon. That's, that's, uh, that's his template. <laughs> but yeah, it was a full week. Um, DJing an event today, and then uh, on to next week. So I got a wedding to do next week in Cincinnati. Black Tide a few weeks away. Halloween party coming up. So I'm still rolling. Yo, yo, Dizzle. My wife, you mentioned black tie. Uh, my wife wants to go this year, so yeah, y'all gotta let me know what the where the go tos is, where the ones to stay away from, <laughs> trying to get shot at. Where, where, where <laughs> what's the go to event for black tie? I want to ask y'all before I forget. Well, all of them is safe. All of them is solid. Okay. All of them. Uh, I think this year we got a little inside scoop that I'm gonna share if I'm. To or not, but they're gonna have a couple of sounds like 25 and under events and then 25 and older events. So, it's, or if not, if, if not events, it's gonna be in the same building where you might have a room for the youngins, a room for the you know older people, but trying to still bring together Wright State has an alumni. So, um, it's gonna be us. I think they're having a the Friday party is gonna be really solid. Um, brown, brown party. party, so it's gonna be different shades of brown, it's kind of the theme. Um, I know they got yeah. a cookout cookout saturday during the day they got a step show they got a gala at, on saturday that's like the star event where they get dressed up and do the thing sunday they got a brunch so it starts like thursday so it's gonna be a full weekend of events you uh which one you were uh, spinning um i'm doing friday with op um we're gonna bring okay. back the tag team that we used to do back in the day and then i'm doing the sunday brunch so 
gotcha. Okay, we we gonna pop out. We definitely gonna make an appearance. Um, yeah. But shit, like y'all kicking even more now that y'all got little man. Yeah, yeah, because niggas is off, bro. I, <laughs> I wonder if I mentioned it. I feel like we was. I'm spending more money uh, because we're we're off of work. You know what I'm saying? So Monday through Friday, when usually I'm not doing shit, locked in at work. We going to brunch. We going golfing. Randomly, just doing just random shit. So mm -hmm. I am making Family money time. too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um I'm I, I'm enjoying this time off for real. I do got to go back to work starting in October. Um, but shit, only like three days of the month, right? Two weeks, two weeks uh -huh. on, and then two weeks off again. Okay. So I'm still chilling. I'm still chilling, but no, <laughs> week was good. Uh, vacation starts tomorrow, so it was like a last minute scramble. Had a DJ gig on um Wednesday. Had a Wednesday wedding <clears throat> that was pretty dope. Um, turned around Thursday. Had a real estate closing. I got a question um, about the Wednesday wedding. Yes, was the drinks flowing like a normal wedding on a Wednesday? No. They had an open bar, but it was just like wine, and then they also had a coffee bar, and I saw more people drinking coffee than wine. Uh, I, I've done a, I want to say I've done a Monday, maybe like a Monday holiday wedding. Really? And, and, and even then, I could tell like they wanted to party, but they just came off of a weekend of party, so it was like it was like <laughs> that was the recovery days, that was the light drinks, but it wasn't like flowing like they wanted it to be. Nah, yeah, it was still cool, pretty cool. Um, but that niggas was not as lit as the Saturday gig I just did. That shit was jumping. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be going to the gigs, well, prepping them, kind of anticipating what the vibes is gonna be. And when they gave me the playlist, I'm like, damn, I already got all these songs. Okay, they favorite artists, Lil Wayne, Jeezy. I'm like, all right. I can get into a little bag here. And plus, when you I graduated with the folks, so I'm like, damn, I know, I know the vibes. We was out, you know, we was out at the clubs at the same time. So I know what they're trying to hear. Pull up to the venue. I'm like, man, this place looks familiar. I'm like, damn, I remember the last time I DJed at this spot, the spot got shot up. So now <laughs> I'm a little cautious. I'm like, golly. And this was this had to be like 2011, 2010. Um, but great, great wedding. Uh, reception was lit. Folks was dancing beginning to end. Passed out a few cards. I know you know that feels good. Just Man. old people coming up to you. You're doing a good job. Great. <laughs> you, you got some good transitions. I'm like, what you know? What you know about the transitions? <laughs> right. I had I had last night. I had a lady come up to me. She said, she said, you play great dinner music. You got me off my feet. And you're shutting <laughs> it down properly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do, baby. That's what I do. Yeah, it definitely feels good having those yeah. gigs. Um, but I want to ask y'all: Do y'all have any shot up the club? Had to get out of Dodge, du ducking under the DJ table stories. Yeah, Absolutely. back in y'all neck of the woods, back in the club heat days. Um, I was mm. the DJ in club heat out in Huber, and. Uh, it had a few nights out there where, and, and it was actually scary because the the shots that happened in the parking lot came through the window of the club, but the direction that it came through was high, but it was also in line with the DJ booth. So mm. it was like 
where the hole in the window was, where the bullet was, was maybe two, three feet above where I was in line up. So, like, it probably just went right over my head. Mm. But um, definitely had some of those nights, had some – a lot of them was in my 20s. I don't think I've had none in the 30s. Um, just when I was chasing this beginning start and taking every gig possible, I done found myself in some – and some and some hole in the walls and and DJing some late night boogies till four a.m. You know? Oh no! Yeah, oh, so man. yeah, it started out it started out a little weird, but uh, I definitely hundred dollars, right? Trying to trying to get one fifty. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely, uh, shoe killer. You know about this spot. This is like my freshman year at Wright State, uh, Spunkies. Mm-hmm. Episode over there at Spunky, <laughs> yeah. it, it got shot up or whatever. We in the parking lot and things went off. Uh, shoot, uh, El Diablo's uh, uh, at Wright State mm-hmm. party going down, it's jumping. We on the top floor, huge fight breakout. Security coming there, just spraying mace everywhere, just Ooh, blindly. You gotta worse. go down the hall, just coughing, ears, mm-hmm. head ringing for days because all that. <laughs> Uh, shoot, uh, foundry. Somebody snuck in there with the snub nose. A couple shots went off in there, so yeah, definitely been there. Yeah, man. Then says you remember, you remember them like, like they was yesterday, <laughs> right? You know right, right, for I, real. I walk into a spot, I'm like, I got well, I ain't get shot, but it was shooting up in here. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Most nah, that Most that's death. it. Today, I got a uh. We got to clean the house and pack a whole bunch. We're bringing the uh, the baby with us, so we kind of just prepping for that. And we're gonna see how tomorrow goes. Bringing the baby to no, yeah. And we got um oh, her cousin family trip. Yeah, her cousin also had a baby just a week before ours, and they're bringing their baby too. So be a nice family trip. Nice. So nice. so when is the concert? Wednesday, I believe Wednesday. And my wife been trying on hella outfits, trying to figure out what she wearing a Beyonce. I think she figured it out. <laughs> I have questions, Dio. Uh, there's a picture floating around of you, moms. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm gonna say wife. which picture? Yeah. Uh, oh, like that's Kings a throwback. Island. Big throwback. What year yeah. was that, bro? That was '92. we we we, uh tracked we tracked it down it's got to be either 2005 or 2006 but this was back in the g's i think we was like seventh grade wow oh my goodness dang you know your wife since seventh grade bro not just known her been tight with her like we was the homies yeah (laughs) wow amazing amazing yeah and then there's another picture floating around of your twin but your twin you know, is Team Killer Kev. <laughs> I'm I'll be upset because folks be trying to like be like I don't know if they compliment, but it be backhanded like, oh, he looks so much like you. Y'all got the same forehead. Oh my gosh, we <laughs> <laughs> got we got big eyes just like you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody to be like, y'all got the same forehead. That's your baby. <laughs> I I just be happy he team light skin still. Keep holding us team light skin forever. Yeah, and we're gonna see what his hair is doing because it's it's still blonde. It's it's kind of curl, it's curling up for sure. I don't know if he's gonna have like the uh what's the dude name from Boy Meets World? The Corey Matthews curly afro. <laughs> <laughs> so believe it or not, when I was young, 
I had strands of blonde all through my hair. Like it was just randomly blonde hairs, but like it looked like the gray I have now, but I was like four, five, six, seven. So it was like it was mm. just blonde hairs randomly in my fro. <laughs> and then you Man. just lost it or what? Yeah, then it just grew, yeah, it just grew out. Um I ha- I had or have blonde like leg hairs and arm hairs, but those kind of transitioned as well. But I was kind of like on that verge of having some blonde hair. Mm. <laughs> Just dodged a bullet. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, one of my partners from high school, instead of gray hair, he has red hair. Like mm. <laughs> this shit is just turning red. Like. And I was like, dude, your hair is turning red. It's like, yeah, I know it's weird. I was like, hell yeah, it's weird. Like you have like black hair right. your entire life, and now your hair is turning red. Like, at I ain't never seen that. That yeah. shit is weird. Like, you might need to get that checked out. <laughs> no, as for me, this week kind of been hectic. Uh, just really gearing up for the new show that's uh, debuting tonight. Uh, Nine three seven sound check. All about local independent artists. So definitely tune in to that. Tonight on Hot One Two Nine, so definitely be gearing up the show for that. So what time what is we that? did seven o'clock. On so the ride home, did, baby. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe you are. <laughs> 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 no, basically what we did is, you know, on Hot Seven at Seven, we always had an independent artist. So me and Hoop did that show for almost three years. So what I had to do is go back and get all those songs, rename them. And then one by one, load them into the system so mm. we can get a rotation going on. So it was it was two days of that. It was it was not fun. It was definitely not fun. But uh, we're going to have Flam on this week's episode. He yes. also will be talking about his brand new joint. So shouts out to Flam for stopping by on the show. Then on Friday, I did a remote from the Amazon Warehouse hiring event down at the Marriott. So... That kicked off at 8 a.m., but I didn't start broadcasting until 11. So when I got there, I mean, the line, oh, man, the line, <laughs> the line was absolutely crazy. You know, they uh, hired over 600 people, you know, not only for, wow. you know, the warehouse, but other jobs and uh, some were seasonal work, some were part-time, some were full-time. So, man, Amazon, 600 jobs in less than, I don't know, five hours. They, you know, they, they was just handing them bitches out, huh? Everybody just, yeah, man. you get a job. <laughs> yeah, they do the background check right there on the spot, the interview, uh, the drug test. Boom, bang, pow, man. So it's jobs out here to get. Go get them, bro. You do, a, you do a background check on the spot? They, they check their Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they do, but they uh, gave me the list of copy points. Like, yo, tell them we do the background check. Uh... Interview right there on the spot. We do the drug test on the spot, and we will place you with a job. You start later. You start tonight. (laughs) (laughs) See you on Monday. Right. But then, like Killer said, Friday night was going down at Centerville High School. Got a chance to kick it with him. Oh, peasy, young nephew got an interception. They was yeah. they wouldn't throw to a side, they wouldn't run to a side. So he was out there getting a whole bunch of cardio until they attempted one pass to his side, and he got that pick. So that was and really then I, dope and then I and then I screamed, I got my nine dollars worth, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so good. then after the game, we went out to Aguave and ride the taco spot. Killer was talking about Killer, how was the tacos? They was delicious. It was flat out delicious. A taco better be good for nine dollars each. 
Yeah, Ooh. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was nice. That was super nice. The, the, the tequila was good. The tacos was good. The Kev held strong on his no drink till Halloween. Man, listen, Ooh. listen. Yeah, so I don't know if I talked about this on the pod. So uh, August, I was going OD. Like it, it was at least a beer or something every single night in August. But I'm like, oh, man, it's summer. It's whatever. It's whatever. But I was like, man, it's basically been all month long. And I was like, all right, I'm going to chill out after Labor Day. <laughs> I'm going to get through Labor Day. I'm going to go home to Cleveland, kick it with my brother, go to my uncle, birthday party. So I haven't had a drink since, I want to say, that Tuesday after Labor Day. So we rocking. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just hold out until – uh Halloween. I'm gonna hold out till Halloween and uh rock like that. Not gonna say it wasn't difficult, especially with Owen being in town, having some tacos and everything <laughs> like that. I know you like to have your drinks of football. How's that been going, sir? So <laughs> first week of the NFL season, you know, the Steelers played the 49ers and then the Browns was playing the Bengals. So had YouTube had the Moti view. Mm-hmm. I went to the fridge to grab me a brew. And I had it. I was about to crack. I was like, oh, that's right. I'm not supposed to be drinking. So I put it back, went and got a bottle of water. Yeah. Very responsible. I yeah, love trying, it. man. Trying, trying. Y'all but better sh- than me because y'all both done did no drinks. And I did it for like two, three weeks and tapped out. <laughs> you went, uh, obviously, a whole nine months and more, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking about doing it again here soon. I don't know, After man. Beyonce. Just, uh, it might be at the top of the year. I might give it give it like a January to the summer, just a break, because I, I am gonna want to drink on these trips and uh, holidays since I didn't last year. Right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. All right, man. Let's jump into it, man. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into it, man. Sports talk. Do the Shador. Everybody, do the Shador on the count of one. Two, three. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't have my Apple. Watch. <laughs> I don't have my Apple Watch on. Uh, the Shador has come, <laughs> and the Shador has gone. Forty-two to six was the final versus Oregon. It was thirty-five to nothing at halftime. Uh, shouts out to OPZ. Uh, he wouldn't give in. On Friday, we was having a conversation <laughs> about the game. I tried to tell this brother what was going to happen. He believed. And, oh, boy, did Oregon believe. They believed <laughs> they was going to kick their ass, and they sure did. Yeah. That was did anybody game. really think they was – Colorado had a chance, though? I guess. Yeah, not 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 me. Yeah. I know I didn't. There's I did There's a lot of people out there that thought, man, we can pull it off. They just had this type of upset over – this team and that team, mm-hmm. I was like, they are going to dog walk these niggas. When I left the house, it was either 14 or 21 or nothing. And the time I got set up and looked at the score, it was like 42 to nothing and started the third quarter. And I was like, damn, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so, yeah, that was – uh, I expected it to be – I thought they might stay within the spread. I thought they would still lose by two touchdowns plus. But uh spread was 21, so I thought it would be somewhere in that window. But they blew that shit out the water – First four possessions. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole game. I was uh, starting my gig. (laughs) I was starting (laughs) a gig at that time. Um, I did actually pull it up up on my phone. Um, 
I don't know, man. It's just like uh, I think Deion said, what they're eight or nine guys away from like really competing for a chip. This ain't the year, man. This is year one. I wasn't expecting them to win. They not they're not gonna win against USC, which I think <laughs> is a better team than Oregon. <laughs> so just be prepared for next week. And I know folks yeah. been waiting in the bushes, you know, for Dion to start losing. So folks is really gonna be out there pushing that overrated narrative. I think they right where they should be for real. Well, when yeah. you talk, when you win, you get to talk. And they've won. They won three games in a row to start the season off. You have the right to talk. The victor goes to spoils. I always say that, hey, man, you can do as much talking as you want when you win, but just be prepared when the pendulum swings the other way. So kind of just like we was talking about with the whole Caitlin Clark and Andrew Reese thing back in March, you know, Andrew Reese talking a lot of noise, and rightfully so. She won. Mm-hmm. But be ready. <laughs> Be ready because if y'all don't win in the national championship next year, they are going to be on your ass. So yeah, that's just how yeah. sports go. And people, people are like forgetful sports fans. Like you got to remember, this team won one team last year, and I mean one 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 game last year, and and now they now they if they win five six seven eight, it's, it should be a successful you know transition moving forward. And it takes time to get these things rolling, but they want they want Dion to be right now. They want the buzz was right now. Oh, he yeah. was he was talking about the spread being twenty one, and that's my number, and I love it. And like, oh, all right. <laughs> so I think I, I think these teams will. Uh, I think Colorado will be straight if he sticks around. I think they'll grow into a great team, but like you said, not this year. Got some audio from y'all. This is a uh, Dan Lanning, the head coach of Oregon. Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. Mm. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Right? It's going to be played on the grass. Fair foul. They won, shit. It might have motivated them. I don't know. As long as he ain't say nothing slick, we're going to send those boys back to Africa. Let's go. (laughs) I was listening. Uh, right. He ain't say nothing like that, so he good. He good. Nah, yeah, he 100% got one hundred percent fair. Yeah, he get to talk that talk. You get to talk that talk. You look, man. People like people are all up in their feelings about this situation, and I get it, man. It's a lot of, you know, what I'm saying it's a lot of undertones that are out there from some people, and then there's other things about like, hey, man. Some coaches feel like, hey, man. You know, he's getting all this. Him being Dion, getting all this buzz. But hey, man, like we actually win football games. Like, yes, he's a he's an all time great player. But like, you still have to prove yourself. Like, I I look at this kind of like how the Jeremy Lin situation in the NBA. You know, Lin Sanity was going on fire, and then LeBron and D Wade and Chris Bosh and Mario Chalmers spanked mm-hmm. that ass on national mm-hmm. TV to say, "Hey, man, we are still." the main attraction in this league. So I right. think that's kind of like what it is for these coaches. I have absolutely no problem with Coach Lane said to motivate his players because, you know, Colorado has shown the ability to use stuff to motivate themselves. So it's only right that these coaches use it to motivate their team. So I have absolutely no problem with it. Lou Holt tried it. 
Oh, we definitely gonna get to that. <laughs> I got I got more audio. I got more audio for y'all because Coach Prime had this to say. They're trying to beat me. They're not trying to beat our team. They keep forgetting I'm not playing anymore. I had a great career. I'm serious. I got a gold jacket ain't back. So I'm good. If I was out there playing <laughs> against every coach I played against, we would be totally dominant. They're trying to beat me. Thoughts? Sour grapes? Sore loser? What? Uh, he right. He, he right. I mean, the, it seems like it's, it's a Dion. The media has painted it as Dion's team. Like when they show the graphics, <laughs> they be showing a quarterback for the other team and then Dion on the sidelines. I'm like, that's a little different. That's a little different. Um, but yeah, I mean, what else is he gonna say after a loss? He he, he did. He also said that they got an old fashioned butt kicking. That's Absolutely. also true. You know, um, I just don't. I don't think that we would hear this much from any other coach. You know, what I'm saying we'll get one sound bite. That's pretty much it. We're gonna be getting these sound bites all season from him. Yeah. I don't think we'll be getting all season because after they get their ass kicked by USC, that story is officially it's over. And, and nobody's going to be worried about it. We're going to be focusing on the other teams, the traditional teams that are always in the mix: our Ohio States, our Michigans, our Bamas. Mm-hmm. Like we'll we'll transition to them. the The thrill will be over. You are correct. He is right. But Deion Sanders, Neon Deion, Coach Prime, whatever you want to call him has never been humble. He has always made it about himself, yep. you know, from playing both ways on offense and defense for the Cowboys to playing baseball and football for the Falcons and the Braves and the World Series and everything like that. And when you that good at something, you can do all the talking. But at the same time, they do this all the time. Think about it like this. In college basketball, when it was Coach K versus Roy Williams, it was uh, North Carolina and Duke. Every assistant coach that Nick Saban plays up against, it's whatever the assistant coach name versus Nick Saban. Like, it's selling points. And you can't complain about the selling point when you do the actual selling yourself. Like, we care because it is Coach Prime. And he's made it abundantly clear that, hey, I'm in charge. I'm running the show. I ain't hard to find. Like, it's a give and take mm-hmm. here, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you giving it. Now it's time to take it. Like, and he knows that he's played this game long enough, man. He, he, he I, I think that I won't say it's, it's, it's sore loser. He's speaking facts, but like, come on, man, let's be real here, dude. You do a lot of this. You do a lot of stirring mm-hmm. to the pot. So now it's time to catch this fade. You caught this fade this week. You're going to catch another one next week. Then you get right back on the track. That's I agree. That's I agree. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> now to the game that had me biting my nails, going crazy. The Ohio State University played at Notre Dame last night, and oh, what a game it was. It was old school. It wasn't under this new school, 45 to 43 college football. This was a classic rock'em, sock'em defensive game, defense making plays, running the ball. The Buckeyes somehow, some way, got it done. Oh wait, Io. I literally got in the car when it was like third and nineteen, and maybe seventeen seconds left. And I got the phone turned on, 
I didn't pull out of the venue until they got what I thought was in the end zone. And it took me from the venue to the highway before they completely finished the game after reviewing the score and kicking the extra point and putting one second back on. But um, I wanted to hear because I've seen some posts from friends and I didn't get to watch the game in this, in its entirety. But wanted to know, like, how you liking the quarterback switch? People were saying he was trash and not liking Ryan Day's play calling. But <laughs> I'm just – I kind of like – I feel like they won. They played a good team. So it's kind of – you can't blow out everybody. But I just wanted to hear right, what, right, right. what your so, thoughts was. So, for me, like, people got to realize this, man. You No one bats a thousand. Nobody bats a thousand mm-hmm. in anything, in anything recruiting-wise. So, when you go from Dwayne Haskins, a first-round pick, to Justin Fields, a first-round pick, to C.J. Stroud, another first-round pick. Now this is quarterback number four for Coach Day. This is dude's fourth start in his entire career. No, it's not going to look like the other dudes at all. Like, he's getting his feet wet, and he's getting more comfortable. He's getting better and better and better. So I don't think he's going to be a one or year starter and go to the league like the other dudes did. He'll probably be around next year. So I'm expecting him to play like those other dudes did next year. So these are all growing pains for dude. Um, Yeah, I mean, like you said, they went up against a very good football team. A very good football team in Notre Dame. And people are, like, forgetting. They won the game. They won the game. And, and most importantly, most importantly, they won the game being physical and running it in for the final score because there has been a narrative out there about Ohio State that we softened, that we can't get it done in the closing moments and things of that nature. We got to throw, you know, the ball up to Marvin Harrison or we got to run a jet sweep or something like that. They ran the ball up the middle for the game-winning touchdown. Um. I think it was, what, two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, we played some trivia, and y'all clowned me because I didn't know how many players was allowed on the field. <laughs> y'all remember that? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen some clips. I didn't watch the game, but I've seen clips. They, they said that uh, Notre Dame only had 10 players on the field. They do they, they, do they had- know? They only had 10 players on the field, not only for the last play of the game, but for the play before that. And like that's unacceptable, bro. That is yeah. that is Maybe on... they didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So, like, you know how I mean, so think about it like this. You're a defensive lineman. You look over to your right, like, hey, where's Bob? Bob's supposed to be right here. He didn't say anything. Linebacker, like, hey man, Bob's supposed to be in this gap. He didn't say anything. The coaches in the box didn't say anything. The coaches on the sideline didn't say anything. Was they doing like a hurry up offense or some shit? No, it was a normal. It wasn't like I mean, they, Buckeyes didn't have no timeouts. I don't think right. Them, so it was it was that, but it wasn't no it wasn't no Buckeyes subbing. So right, they came out with ten on play two, and then or play one, and then did it again on play two. So yeah, yeah, because like. So they do the sprint right to Marvin Harrison. It's an in- incomplete pass. So if you got away with it right then and there, like, oh, shoot, we only had 10 dudes on the field. Send them Bob. Send them Bob. They didn't do it then. Mm-hmm. And then I think what happened was Ohio State realized that they only had 10 dudes on the field because if you re- rewatch the play, they go quick snap. Like, oh, 
snap that bitch and go to where he's supposed to be because yeah. there's nobody there. <laughs> right. Touchdown, give it to me. Yeah. So, yeah, man, like, hey. That can't happen in that, in that moment. It cannot yeah, happen. Your, your alum from your high school, Dizzle, you may need to make a phone call. What's his, what's his name? Marcus Freeman. Marcus, Marcus Freeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think since he's gotten hired, it's been a it's been a dog fight with Ohio State. Um yeah, happy for him. Wayne Legend. Hold that L, bro. Yeah, that's who <laughs> it's Buckeyes over here. Dog. Right. <laughs> it is Buckeye Nation over here. But uh got more audio, man. Got more audio, man, because the audio is coming in fast and furious if I can find it real quick. And I should have sent this to you, Dizzle, so it'll sound better. <laughs> Damn. Well, while we wait on that, a nigga took two L's in fantasy football. Oh, and, man. Uh, I be feeling like uh, my team is, you know, championship bound, and then this happens where niggas just don't they, – they play like they lost their powers. <laughs> All right, I got the audio from Coach Day. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio. It's always been Ohio against the world. It'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids. We got a tough team. Who said what about your kids? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I love this new Ryan Day that we're getting. You know, we saw this Coach Ryan Day versus Georgia, all super pumped up like he's a wrestler or something like that. Uh, and now we're seeing it now. Like, it's really starting to come out. So, like, I think if he's able to keep this enthusiasm, this energy, it's going to help the players be more confident. And I was, I, I'll be first one to say it. I thought they was going to lose in Notre Dame. I thought they was going to lose at least three games this season just based off of you know, stuff I saw at practice, the one practice I went to, and then the games that we've been watching early in the season, I was like, man, I don't think they got it. I don't think they got <laughs> it this year. But uh, they were able to sneak one out versus Notre Dame. So coach is definitely doing a good job. And one yeah. thing I don't ever want to hear is this wasn't a big game because people like to say only big games are the Michigan game and the playoff game. This was a huge game, not only for him, but for the school, so go Bucks. And they said, I think you said they play one bad quarter, and they 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 take they get a bunch of you know shit thrown their way. But they've been playing team football and, and getting through it, so can't be mad at that. Love it, love it, love it, love it, man. But uh, what's popping in the NFL? What's some of the matchups y'all looking forward to watching today? I'm shit. I'm always tuning into the Ravens. I think they play. Uh, the Colts. So we get, you know, I get a glance at Anthony Richardson. I haven't checked him out yet. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. I don't be really watching nobody else. I make sure I check out the Ravens. Um, Monday night game, we have a, a Eagles versus Bucks matchup, and then the Rams versus Bengals. I might check out the Rams Bengals Monday night. Yeah, that should be solid. That should be solid. I think, uh, I want to see what Cleveland do. Cleveland got to got to regroup. Um, I think I saw this morning that Chubb only tore his MCL, which is amazing. If you saw that video, mm. um, but uh, uh, for only to only have torn his MCL through that, that's sounds like it's not going to be career ending. Um, but I'm want to see what they do with the 
the four dude was looking like a nice solid running back, and they they brought Kareem Hunt in. I don't know if he's playing week one or yeah, no, he no, he's, is, not, he is. he's not starting though, but he'll be out there. And uh, just want to see how Cleveland do. They they running the ship right now, so let's see what they do. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Uh, so it's like really like a family divided over here. You know, <laughs> I'm a Steelers fan. The wife is a Browns fan. Uh, my grandmother is a Browns fan. Me and my brother and my mom, Steeler fans. My mm-hmm. uncle, Browns fan. Father-in-law, Browns fan. My pops, a Browns fan. So, so wait, being like, from Cleveland, though, how do you become a Steelers fan just randomly? We smart like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my mama raised us right. My mama raised us right. My mama is a Steelers fan, so she raised me and my brother to be Steelers fans. I have no idea how she became a Steelers fan. I appreciate her for it, though. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so a lot of of bickering going back and forth going into that matchup. And, you know, when these games come on, the wife is super intense. Like, she likes football, but she loves the Buckeyes and the Browns. Like, for me, I love college football. I can watch, you know, Bama and Ole Miss. Uh, I watched the Florida State-Clemson game. That was another nail-biter that Florida State was able to pull off. So, she'll watch whatever, but, she like, she's not invested. But when the Buckeyes come on, she's totally invested. When the Browns come on, she's totally invested. So, that game, she's just watching and watching and watching. And, obviously, the Steelers' offense is absolutely dog shit. So she know we can't score. She says literally verbatim, they can't score, just run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I can't say anything because she's 100% correct. This nigga Deshaun Watson dropped back to pass. She says, no, <laughs> fumble, scoop, score. And all I say is T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, like, hey, man. Look, man, I am to- so sick of this Miles Garrett is just as good as T.J. Watt stuff. He's not. He's not even close to being on T.J. Watt's level at all. Not even close. Like, there's there's Ames, <laughs> and then there's Iman Shumpert. That's how wide <laughs> the gap is between T.J. Damn. Watt and Miles Garrett, man. T.J. Watt makes plays in the fourth quarter when his team needs him. Did Miles Garrett make a play? I don't think he did, D. I don't think he did. So, Steelers, I said we was going to win 11 games this year. We are not winning 11 games this year. As long as we beat the Browns, it's a good season if you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Cause <laughs> and, and and Deshaun Watson killer. I want to know what you think of Deshaun Watson's play in his what? I guess this is seven, eight games he's played this year, or uh, since he's been back from suspension. I would. I was hoping to see a little more. I was hoping to have a little more uh, execution. Uh, he's he seems to be kind of all over the place with the playbook. I'm I'm not really. I'm not a Browns fan, but I have seen him because I've been the last two weeks I've been watching football with a Browns fan, and uh, I feel for you. Yeah, it ain't it, it ain't been it ain't been what I expected him to be bringing to the table. So your beloved Cincinnati Bengals, your beloved quarterback, got the owner showing up to practice, driving around on a golf cart. What'd you think, Mike Brown told Joe Burrow? I paid you too much money to be blowing your calf up week two. 
So I think I think I think they want him to to, to get it all the way right before he come back. Um, I'm sure has the quarterback of a team. You can be like, "Fuck that! I'm doing what the fuck I want," and that might hold some weight. So hopefully he's uh less that calf heel because I blown up both of these calves, and I know you think you're there, but you're about <clears throat> one or two weeks out. So it, it uh just take your time and get better for the long haul because we can't have you with these long, nagging, season-long injuries when you could have been nixing that shit in the first quarter of the season. So. They was booing them uh, last week, wasn't they? they yeah. was, was, you, was you part of that? They was, nah. I heard they was, they was booing somebody. Yeah, I heard they was booing. They, they definitely was booing some play calling. They was booing a quarterback play. Um, I wasn't necessarily – I mean, I still think he's solid. I just I just feel like when you – when you hurt your hurt your uh, leg in training camp and don't really go through a bunch of preseason, um, even though we hate preseason has fans, I think it's quality for the player. So mm-hmm. um, when you miss that and then you got to go out there and run the ship, sometimes the ship get a little wobbly until you, you know, iron out the <laughs> creases. So hopefully we don't go 0-3 tomorrow. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Dizzle, what's popping in the association, man? It's a lot of talk out there. You know, Dame talking, Shannon Sharp talking about Giannis, Steve Jackson talking about rings and money, man. What's going on? I don't even want to talk about Dame. Unless y'all really, <laughs> unless y'all really want fool, to talk about him. Pay the full rap? You ain't seen the pay the full rap? No, I don't care about none of that. And I don't care about <laughs> nothing, he, nothing he talking about unless it's, he talking about getting traded. <laughs> on a media tour, he was on It Is What It Is. He was on somebody's Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Every time you jump on Twitter, is Dame's getting traded in the next 24 hours. And then mm-hmm. uh, this team is involved, the Raptors, the Bulls, the Celtics. It's like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm a huge Dame fan. I want him to land with the Miami Heat because I'm a Jimmy Butler fan. But I am I am so over this, dude. The, the Trailblazers. Dame, just just holler at me when he get traded. I'm so holler sick at me when he get traded. Exactly. <laughs> um, but Stephen Jackson, uh, I think I thought he brought up something. I thought it was kind of funny. Says he'd rather have fifty million and a championship ring over a hundred million and zero rings. And I'm I don't know. Did he do either? Did he get a big contract? Yeah, he uh he won the championship with Spurs. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just remember his Bobcat days when he was on the Charlotte That's Bobcats. when he got the bag. He got left. you. So left he got him. both did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what he but talking he got, about? <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't get a contract like, you know, like a superstar. He got a good-ass contract for the player that he was. Got you. Yeah, so as, if y'all were players, would y'all rather get the bag, zero rings, talking like James Harden status, or would you rather be, you know, mid-level, you know, you still rich, 50 million is still 50 million in a ring. Which would y'all prefer? 50 million in the ring. Like, that's why we play. We play to win. And, I mean, let's be real, man. There's some dudes out here that make, you know, $200 million and blow it. And then there's other dudes out here that make uh, – uh, Fifty million dollars and live well off. I mean, there does become a line where, like, all right, how much money do you, can you actually spend and have? Obviously, neither one of us are at that level yet. But right. you know, I would. I mean, you play to win. You play to get the yeah. ring. Like the whole the whole purpose of this is to play to win. And I think a lot of that gets lost, especially in the NBA. I think it, 
definitely does become strictly about let me dig into the league and let me get to my second contract and now you know I'll set up generational wealth. All those things are awesome, and I hope people accomplish those goals. But shoot, the first goal should be to win the chip. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. If if you make it that far as a athlete, you should be wanting that ring to solidify all the hard work that you've been putting in. And fifty million, like Dizzle said, ain't broke. So <laughs> I I take the fifty in the ring and and. Hopefully, got Janelle Ross on the car on the Obi Toppin car hookup and <laughs> all that. So, <laughs> hopefully, I got some endorsements and some and some sponsors and some shit on the on on the back end where that fifty million is really fifty million. So, yeah, because I mean, shoot, you you talked about it right there. All the endorsements. I mean, look at like some of the deals these dudes are signing. Like James Harden got a, you know, he signed an endorsement with a beard and grooming company and. Look at some of the sneakers niggas be wearing. Like this nigga Kyrie, what are you rocking now? I think it's called Anta. Anta, he rocking some Antas because they paying them. Mm-hmm. Like you can make this money elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, shoot, Lonzo Ball risked his entire career wearing some big baller brands, and now he probably ain't never gonna play in the league again. Like and, some of these and he's back, is, and he's back promoting big baller brand. I see. Some of these decisions, man, all money ain't good money, man. Like, I just I just can't do it, bro. I mean, yeah. What else popping in the league, man? Shit, ain't nothing else popping. You ain't see what Shannon said about Giannis? Nah, I didn't. What he? Oh, okay. I see it. I see it. Uh, (laughs) No, I I didn't see that. Um... So he accuses Giannis of limiting Milwaukee's talent by giving his roster spot to his brother. <laughs> That's funny. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So you on team? You 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 were on Shannon's side on this? Yeah. The yeah, niggas can't play. He got he, he got he got one brother that was that was a solid twelfth man, and now the other one coming on board. So See, so they want to chip with them on the team. So that's, where I, <laughs> that's where I don't as, as really the hype man. As the yeah. hype man. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, uh, I'm not mad at no nepotism. I'm not about to be mad at Giannis <laughs> for putting his brothers on. That's what you're supposed to do. And no, if no, they're no, gonna no. let and if they letting you do it, bring on the cousin too. Bring the uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but he in the same breath can't be talking about we need to get our roster better. Like, yeah, we need to get rid of your brother. Uh, he, he taking up a spot. Like we need to get another big man. Okay, we about to trade your brother to you know Orlando. No, then okay. we can't get the team better. Right. If, if that's what if he's if he's complaining um, about the roster not being good, then yes, I would agree because uh, I've I've never seen him in the game. I haven't. <laughs> I never seen. I think his name is Costas. And then the one um, that went to UD, yeah. And then um, he has another brother that was on the Lakers. Is that the yeah, other yeah, one? That's that's the, that's the one that went to UD that got the ring. So what's the other one's name? You know the other one's name? I don't even know. The he other has. Guy. I want to. I can't remember. I think he has. <laughs> yeah, he has three brothers. He has three brothers. They all on the Bucks? No, two of them on the Bucks. Oh, okay. He got. Thanius, Costas, ah, the Na- yes, the Nassus, the Nassus. Yeah, I think he's on the bus. Thanos, like the, I think the oldest one Thanos. ever played. In the- yeah. 
fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the snap. Oh shout shit. Out, shout out to them. They got the all three brothers on the squad. Hey, they all get in the bag. I'm not mad. Man, you just say that because <laughs> you ain't no Bucks fan. If that nigga LeBron had brothers. No, if LeBron had Drew <laughs> Joyce on the team and Romeo Travis and he talked, we need to get better, you would be having yeah. a conniption. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's facts. You can't complain. Your brothers is weak. And they were taking up two spots on the squad. Nah, two nah, spots? Like, we right, gave right. you one. You going to take up another spot? Right. Come on, right. bro. That's just <laughs> hilarious, man. Yeah. All right, man. We got some TV talk, man. Uh, the rumors are that the writer strike and actor strike could be coming to an end this week. Fingers crossed. Yeah. What shows, what shows have y'all missed since they haven't been on? Um, I think first one to come to my mind is Stranger Things. I'm ready to wrap up that series. I thought the last uh, season was the last season, but I guess they got what one more they want to do. Yep, it's the final season. Um. And I think the last season was pretty good, if I if yeah, I remember. Fire. fire. Um, so yeah, I, I really want to kind of just wrap that one up. Um, I think I've been solid for real. The Sopranos have been holding me over. Sopranos is actually starting to kicking the kicking the gear. So I've been up. I've been peeping on that. I'm still in season two. To be honest, man, I missed the late night shit. I missed the Fallons and the you know the guests and the shows and the. I just I kind of miss that being on you know after sports go off it's it's straight uh, episode from last October or last May and that's getting whack. Um, I, I do miss I do miss uh what's the what's the shit on um fuck uh, I can't think of the title. My wife watches it and it kind of drugged me in. Um, I can't think of the title though. I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> but for me, I, I miss TV. Yes. <laughs> uh, for me is definitely all American. <laughs> it is one of the corniest shows on TV, but I fox with it. I fox with it. It's uh it's appointment TV for me and the wife on Monday night. <laughs> Not only they got, you know, all American homecoming, they got the all American in LA that got the all American homecoming, which I call all American central state. <laughs> so I fucks with those shows heavy. So hopefully they can work those contracts out to get our shows back on TV and get more movies back to theaters and everything like that. But a show that is coming to Netflix, November 22nd, Squid Game, the game show, uh, $4.5 million is on the line. Y'all going to be watching Squid Game, the real show? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I enjoy I enjoyed the first round, so let's run it back. Let's run it back. Yeah. I want to know what they're going to do to, like, once you get eliminated. You just leave. They're going to shoot you with a paintball. or <laughs> There's got to be some type of pain or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can't just lose and then out. leave. Yeah, something. You got to get shocked. Something got to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they was dying on the show, so what they going to do on this show? Man, I don't know. I'm here for it, though. Yeah. All right, man, a couple quick hitters before we slide up out of here, man. iOS 17 is here. Have y'all upgraded y'all phone? That's the first I thing I did. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I told my wife to update hers because I, <laughs> I tried to send her a FaceTime voicemail. It wouldn't let me because she ain't have it. But we good to go now. Y'all out here uh, voicemailing now? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, I have not. I usually, I get real terrified of the updates because early on in my, well, I'll say mid-DJ career, I jumped on an update too soon. Serato didn't speak to that update. And I was in a shit show of trying to DJ events without my laptop. I was using CDs because the program wasn't, I, I, I couldn't get it out of the operating system. And it was just a mess. So I usually wait a few, I, I'm probably usually a month, a month behind when they do these updates because I want them to get the kinks out. I want to make sure all my programs is working, make sure I don't have no hiccups with my day to day. So I feel, yeah, I upgraded my shit and we active out here. A <laughs> little, little different. Some stuff is in different places. You got to hold certain buttons in a certain type of way to send things, but you know, we'll get used to it like we do everything else. Y'all boy Elon Musk is trying to flip Twitter X to a pure subscription based platform. Once it becomes a subscription based platform, how long is it going to take y'all for y'all to delete that shit off y'all phone? Until all the, all, all the fun chicks I follow disappear. <laughs> when all the when all the fun fun pages go, then I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not paying a dime. They got these student loans kicking in in October. I can't afford uh no Twitter. Not even if it's five dollars. I'm not doing it. I yeah. feel you. I feel you. I'm the exact same way. Uh that's really gonna push threads over the top. You know, threads was like a thing for like two seconds and then everybody went back to Twitter. But uh once they start making people pay. People gonna go away. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, shit. There it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, A hey, Dizzle. We out of here. Peace.